Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Bedrock City Presents Uncanny Universe Podcast. And on this week's episode, we are talking about the season finale of Obi-Wan Kenobi uh, and the third episode of Ms. Marvel. But we're going to go ahead and get this thing going. Hey, everyone, this is Dylan. And I'm Michael. That's right. Well, actually, is it the season finale? Is there, is there going to be more? Do we know? They haven't said. They haven't said. Okay, so the finale for now. They haven't threatened oh, us with a second season yet. Woo! Uh, spoilers. Um, but anyway, if you are concerned about spoilers, don't worry. The The reviews don't come till the end of the show, and you get plenty of warning. So if you are not caught up on either of those pro, uh, programs, do not worry. But first, we got to hear about Dylan's news. Yeah. Okay, so number one, I'll start with the most important one because it's not <laughs> on my list. But Michael and I, everyone's seen them by now. Um, of course, I'm talking about the Barbie set photos. Yes. For Greta Gerwig's upcoming, you know, movie called Barbie. Uh, starring margot robbie yeah we've seen cowboy barbie we've seen roller skating barbie yes um and it's just like barbie's trending every day because there's a new a new outfit you know i know Um, like they keep popping up with like these absolute bangers of an outfit yeah they're incredible um i have nothing to add to that other than that this movie will be good because of outfits this movie is going to be awesome you know, um, former or not former um, show his show a veteran Matt, former um, regular Matt hadn't had hadn't had Matt on in a while, but he came to me today with Barbie's set photos. He goes, have you seen this? Goes, this looks great. He's like, look at these colors. This is going to pop like crazy. Like this is going to be the best movie, right? I was like, yes, this movie's going to rule. Is it? Uh, do you think uh, will he go see it instead of Oppenheimer since they open the same day still? that's uh-huh. the true test you know Ooh. if he's overcome his dad's cinema phobia yeah or uh, he's bias. truly matt's truly cured if he goes to barbie first before oppenheimer you know yeah Ooh. I'll, I'll i'll have to tell him okay cool <laughs> what if he sees both in the same day as long as barbie's first it's fine okay as long as barbie literally is screen time first okay understood yeah. <laughs> I, I will i will pass it along but i'm excited check them out if you yeah. haven't seen the barbie set photos they're actually amazing so yeah, and, it, and it's not like often that he, we get wowed by set photos, right? Like usually we're like either underwhelmed or kind of mid on them. I know we're always like, I'm sure this will look better in the movie, and you it know, does. whenever we see them. But like this, I'm like, it already looks perfect. There's no movie magic needed, you know. No notes. That's Barbie. Yeah, yes. and Ken. We Ken stand. looks pretty great too. <clears throat> yes. Um, <laughs> I don't know what this movie is going to be. I hope it's a. I hope it's about Barbie having an existential crisis about being like one of many Barbies, you know, something yes. like that. It's a Greta Gerwig film, so it's got to be smart. It can't, in some capacity. it can't just be like life size or something, you know, it's got to oh, be something it won't different. Be. It won't be yeah. like that. Well, no soon. I bet the, tra- I hope the trailer doesn't tell us either, but yeah. um, we also got, we got a couple trailers this week. We got one for Hocus Pocus 2, the Disney plus um, original film. It's coming out September 30th. Uh, it was kind of teasery, the trailer, and that you only saw the, the witches Very at briefly. the end. Yeah, but I thought it looked really, really fun. What do you think? Me too. Um, I, I mean, for what what we saw, right? It's not. It doesn't look like we didn't see. We didn't see much. Just like a minute and twenty seconds, and it's yeah, two girls sitting in a in a graveyard or something doing their little chant or whatever. Then the witches pop up. It's it's cool. Um, I yeah. think it looks exactly like it should. 
Uh, it didn't I, look quite as vibey as the original, I feel like. What do it you looked mean? a little lighter. Like, I don't know. Uh, like a little bit of a brighter scene on it, mm, you know? Okay, I see what yeah, you mean. The original was surprisingly dark, not just like literally, but like totally. the themes were a little dark. Yeah, so I'm wondering if they're sure. going to do that again or if it's going to be like a little bit more hokey. Ooh. That you know, that's okay. a good question. Like, would it would it be would it ring false if they made it hokey again? Like, is it is it like trying to catch lightning in a bottle twice? Because that was like, I don't know. I, I think it might be these like decades later sequels are tough for me. You know, they, they are like it's a hard sell because you have that built in audience that you're trying to please, but you're also trying to get new people in, and uh, it's a it's a fine line. What's do we have? I this is no prep spontaneous spontaneous question, but is there a movie that's done that well that you can immediately recall, like a, a like Halloween? I guess I know that's not that. Uh, long. I mean, Halloween twenty eighteen. I mean, if you're counting a sequel because it's a direct sequel to to one, that's um, why I counted as yes. I would that, that would be my example. Yeah. Okay. Well, I I don't have a better one than Halloween because Halloween <laughs> is a perfect example. Um, yeah, but it's hard because it's had like years and years and years to just stew in our brains and like be cemented into our memories. You know, like people watch not me, but people watch Hocus Pocus every Halloween, you know, so it's right. going to be it's going to be different, but I'm sure it'll do. It'll do great regardless. I wish it was in theaters, but I know be that hit, is... a hit on Disney. I'm sure. When's it coming out? September 30th. OK, that's not bad. Yeah. So, right in time so for Halloween. A, m- a month away from Halloween. Very nice. Yeah. Um, but we also got a trailer for season three of Harley Quinn, the long yes, anticipated uh, the wrapping up their Eat, Bang, Kill tour, which is the comic season 2.5. And then moving into the show, it looks this was kind of like a sizzle reel of gags, you know, basically. I don't know what it's about, but it had Swamp Thing. It had more Joker. It had um, spoilers for Harley Quinn at the end of season two. Whoa. Harley and Ivy got together. So this one's like seems like they're it's about them as a couple married, yes, or I don't know, but um, this was a lot of fun. It, I felt like the uh, the, the trailer, trailer was very good. It, the trailer made it look a little bit more like superficially stupid slapsticky than it is. Oh, really? Okay, I could tell it I've just not pulled a show. bunch of parts. Yeah, it's not as like. Rick and Morty as it seems in the Because it seems really Rick and Morty. Yeah, there's a lot of talking. It's not like I don't know. It was very much sizzle reel, you know? But yeah. The show's good. I think you'd enjoy it. But it looks good. Honestly. We'll toss it onto the pile of uh maybe one day. Yeah, maybe one day. And, and then but actually never. The only thing that could happen is if there's some kind of apocalypse and you have internet but no one's making new content anymore michael so like Honest- maybe then you could watch all this stuff you know i mean we need another lockdown that's it don't don't say that don't <laughs> say it it's coming i mean okay this one's real quick um marvel acquired the rights or started doing conan the barbarian conan the conan. barbarian books um a couple of years ago um but starting in may 2023 titan comics will be taking over um they acquired the I, license yeah yeah I, so i don't for, i thought the um the conan books were getting pretty well received i think they just they weren't selling at all that sounds probably more, more accurate 
Yeah. I mean, they had that big Jason Aaron run, and then it kind of just got forgotten about, I think. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, um, we still have Conan. Uh, sure, sell it. Yeah, it's kind of that. So, I mean, at least good, if you like the character, Titan. you'll have a, a new, yeah, a new home to read it. What I think is annoying about the Conan series is that they have that, and then they have the Sumerian books, which are also Conan books, but they're not called Conan because of licensing stuff, which I know the Sumerian books um, have a smaller subscriber count because they're from like a, bl- a Blaze, I think, or some small publisher. So like they don't have the advertising out there. But like if you're a big Conan fan, Sumerian is what you should be reading um, from what I understand. Um, but And they put out like a bunch of mini three issue minis uh, rather than mm. big, long yeah. ongoings. So there's that. Well, it's another week, another Dune casting news. Yes, who do we have now? The edit, Leah Seydoux. Uh, oh, hey, we love Leah Star Seydoux. of Crimes of the Future. That's right. Star. Um, Is yeah. she? She's Kristen Stewart's the supporting, star. She was more prominent than Kristen Stewart. No, I know. But Kristen, Kristen Stewart, Stewart stole was... the, yeah, she stole the spotlight. <clears throat> Absolutely. But she's playing, she's in Dune 2, which is filming, I don't know, sometime soon. Uh, it <laughs> comes out October 20th, 2023. Um, it's supposed okay. to film in Budapest uh, in July, so really soon. Okay, um, very but she's so- playing Lady Margot Ferning Fenring. Sorry. Okay. Uh, and the, she's one of the one of the Bene Gesserit. She's one of the Bene Gesserit. I don't. Okay. If you want more than that, that's all I got. Uh interesting. Um, um, it says that they're expected for she played a minor part in the book, and they're expected her role is expected to be expanded. Well, naturally. Um, but I'm like, do we need a bunch of new expanded? Because they keep doing these like insanely famous people for these little roles, like Oscar Isaac for you, and oh. yeah, I'm like, for the sequel, I mean, so I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. How much expanding are we gonna do? Is there a Dune Part Three that we don't know about? Yes, I wouldn't be surprised. Like, I mean, they could. I mean, if two is really big, it, this could become a Star Wars at this point because there's so much Dune to make. They could just keep making a Dune every three or four years. Go see a Dune. Go see a Dune. Here's ten dollars. Go see a Dune. Where's the Ben and Jester HBO show that we were promised? I, for real though. Why do people just say they're making things? It's so annoying. That's that's why you really can't take anything to the bank. People will come in to the store all the time and say, "Oh, did you hear them making this?" Like, are they? I don't know. I don't believe it. This is why I don't announce signings until the flight is booked. You know? Yeah. No kidding. We don't announce like, signings until that uh, they're actually here in Houston. Yeah, today. Yeah. Yeah, the signing is today. Um, Mystery signing in a month. We'll see who it is. It would be no one. Yeah, uh, but it's Dylan. It's me. Uh, <laughs> let's see. I, 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 I don't know. I blocked it out, I guess, if there's a Green Hornet movie coming out. Oh, I forgot about that. Um, oh, now- I see. Yeah, okay. I Yes. Do, do you remember this? I don't. Maybe yeah, we do. talked about it forever ago, but it didn't register to me for some reason. Okay. No, I'm looking at your article. Yes, I do remember briefly mentioning this. It's one of us. It came up a very long time okay. ago. Well, now it's on my radar because they have enlisted the director of The Invisible Man, Lee Wanell, who I really like. Well, I like that movie a lot. I don't know about Lee. I mean, he he created Saw, which the first one, the first Saw is excellent. I. I will stand by that. The first saw is a very good movie, very well crafted, and obviously the Invisible Man is wonderful. So, um, Lee Winnell 
is good. I like Leonel. I think he knows what he's doing. Uh, he did the first Conjuring too, right? I think he directed that one. No, did he? I don't I know. Thought that was, was, it? was that not James Wan? Well, they're 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 writing partners. So no. I think. Well, he did the Insidious movies. Insidious. Says. That's that's a shame. I mean, they're, those, those are, are fun. I only saw the first one. I think. Oh, okay. Actually, wait. I don't remember. There's I get them mixed them. up with Conjuring because they both have Patrick both, Wilson in them. <laughs> I hate that. And Patrick Wilson, I'm sorry, but is basically the same in every movie. How dare you? You're right. Um, I mean, come on. Oh, no, his yeah, he his first director directorial film is Insidious Chapter Three, and then he did Upgrade, which you like. Yeah, that was a good. I've movie. never seen Upgrade. Um, but he wrote a bunch of things too. He wrote Saw, Saw Two, Saw Three, um, a bunch of things. I kind of wish he would do more like vaguely original ip i know invisible man isn't original ip but like yeah but i mean you know what i mean like barely like yeah all you're going with the concept of a man that you can't see okay exactly there's nothing like i kind of wish we were getting more of that not green hornet you know what i mean i I agree but But, i mean i'd like to see we haven't seen him really do uh an adapted property that i'm aware of so maybe yeah it's green hornet you know like maybe they're gonna let him like do whatever he wants as long as we get Seth Rogen back. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so you know San Diego Comic Con's coming up. It's returned. It hasn't happened since 2019, really. Oh wow, that's right. Um, yeah, it's coming back. Um, and I think um, Marvel hasn't done one in a few years with them. Okay, that's right. Obviously, because it was online, but they were like, "We're not going to be part of that online stuff." Uh, and then they started doing. All the Marvel announcements at D23, basically. Um, So it was presumed that they were not going to be at San Diego Comic-Con anymore because, number one, of what I just said, and number two, because it's kind of last minute, you know? Yeah. Um, But apparently, Marvel Studios is officially returning to San Diego Comic-Con this year. They're going to have their typical Hall H panel. Wow. Um, You've been to those before, right? Yeah, every time I go, every time I went to San Diego Comic Con, I, I went to the the Hall H Marvel panel. They're pretty magical. I like them. They're fun. It's not like just Marvel because you, once you get in, you don't leave. You know, so it's right. like all the major studios presenting their movies, but it's really fun. Um, so I'm glad it's, I'm glad it's still happening. You know, That's it good. seems like That's good. Are you Are you sad you're not going this year? Um, no, nah, I don't think I'm ready for that. Honestly, uh, okay. That's like on another level because you're definitely getting COVID. you know yeah i mean you're I gonna to, get it if you go to comic-con i, I went to origins which is a pretty big convention and i didn't get it but i was also wearing a mask the entire time yeah and it, i feel like if you didn't get it at san diego comic-con you're somehow you're immune. immune and they should study you you know right like that kind of thing see um, yeah, you don't want that either yeah you don't want to be locked up um no. but anyway it's exciting i wonder what they'll announce i think the only movie they have, like, well, they have the Marvels that they filmed, but they have Black Panther in November, so I think it'll be pretty Black Panther heavy. Oh, that we makes might, sense. We might get our first Black Panther World of Wakanda. Not World of Wakanda. Wakanda Forever. I get the comic and it will be mixed up. Right. At, um, at this. That would be, that'd be exciting. Hopefully, I hope it's it, not one of the ones. Hopefully she's better. Uh, Letitia Wright's better from her onset injury. <laughs> hopefully. She's, she's fully recovered. Yeah. Ho- yeah. Magic. Um... But yeah, probably I would expect Black Panther because I mean that's gu- guaranteed to be a big crowd pleaser, right? So yeah, 
I think if I had to guess, I would say it's not going to be as massive as normal Marvel comic cons because I, they still have their D23 that I think they're going to save most of the stuff for, you know? Yeah. Cause, and that's in September. Yeah. Remember that last week, 23, they announced like 10 shows, you know, like I feel like yes. it's going to be, I don't think they're going to do that here. I think they're going to maybe do a like Black Panther stuff and Nintendo versus, you know, Nintendo at E3. It's like, Sure, we'll give you something, but Nintendo Direct is where the good stuff comes out. I think it'll be like that. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Um, okay. Last thing I have is a, a Madam Web update. Sony's Ooh. upcoming movie starring Dakota Johnson and Sydney Sweeney. Uh, That's right. Two actresses I like a lot. They've added another another actress, Emma Roberts. Um, no one has any titles or character names. They're just all in the movie, and the movie's huh. going to shoot really soon. I think next month. Okay. Um, uh, I don't. Okay. <laughs> what so, are we, I mean, well, that, I mean, that's a secret, right? They're keeping stuff secret for some reason, but I don't know why. I really but, like all these actresses, so I'm excited for that. Yeah. But Michael, the it says it's from Morbius scribes Matt Sazama and Dylan Burke Burke Sharpless. Morbius scribes, not not the scribes, from Morbius, from the men who brought you, from the minds of Morbius. I'm about to morb. Oh, no. <laughs> um, so you can't put that on the credit. That's yeah, that's Alan not... Smithy territory. No, 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 no. <laughs> um. Oh no. I don't know what to think of this movie, Michael. I heard. Okay. I'm going to buy into this. I'm going to keep it going for the next couple of years until we see this movie. Okay. But there's a rumor online from, oh, a, no. you know, Scooper, you know, the Scoopers, that this is not actually a Madam Web movie, that it's just, that's the working title. It's going to be something else. Morbius um, 2. Exactly. Yeah. So it's either so, Morbius 2, it's a, or maybe it's a, cra- a Craven prequel or. <laughs> yeah, that'll, that, um, that'll, that'll sell tickets. The Craven L- prequel. El Muerto prequel. It's possible. Uh huh. Uh-huh. No, but they're saying well, that that's like the working title and it's something else. Uh, okay. So, what do people, what do people think it really is going to be? Is it Morbius 2? Of no. Another Venom movie? Remember they had that silver and black thing that they were doing? No. With black Cat and Silver Sable? Yes. Yes. I, I don't know. I, so that makes sense with these actresses, but I don't get why they would not just say that's what it is, you know? Right. Um, like those aren't big enough properties that you need to conceal. This isn't like a new Star Wars thing that needs a secret code name or whatever. This is yeah, no one cares. It's Sorry. Black Cat and Silver Sable. Like chill, huh? Um, but I would think it's cool if it's like a Spider Gwen movie. Sydney oh, that, Sweeney, I think, would be a great Spider Gwen. That'd be um, really cool. But no, but do you, probably not. See, but wouldn't you rather them just save Spider Gwen until Marvel can make the movie and make it all right? No. Okay. I don't care. Okay, that's awesome. Um, well, I guess we'll I guess we'll find out in five years when that movie next, never comes out. Next time we're on, I need you to have your theory about what this is. I uh, I need to think about it because I mean I don't think it'll be Morbius too, obviously, but. Give me a week. Well, next time we have some <laughs> casting news, let me know. And okay, cool. I'll, I'll give you some uh, some insight on it. But um, let's let's hear about this uh, this live sale. I bet you didn't know that we host a weekly live streaming comic sale. Dust off your old Facebook account or borrow your grandma's login. Join us every Wednesday night from seven to nine PM Central. 
Bedrock City is the only verified blue check comic store on Facebook, meaning we're better than everyone else. It also means that we're trusted to bring you brand new quality key issues, comic bundles, variants, and more every week at super affordable prices. Even if you've already spent all your money on Fortnite skins like me, you can still join just to hang out and chat comics with Kevin Austin and me. For all the details not covered here, or if your auditory processing disorder didn't allow you to comprehend anything I just said, head over to bedrockcity.com slash live to read all the details. Hashtag ad. And we are back. And before we get to my news, we're going to do our picks of the week. I am going to go first. I'm going to pick an IDW book. Uh, we're doing Dungeons and Dragons, Ravenloft, Orphan of Agony Isle. Um, Ravenloft is my favorite D&D setting. It's like a gothic horror Dracula type setting. Uh, this is a new number one. I don't have to read anything previously to get into this. So if you want a nice like fantasy D&D setting that is also kind of spooky, get this one. Sweet. Yes. My pick is a new Marvel book. It's called The Variants. Oh, um, yeah. That one looks really cool. It does, yeah. It's about it's a Jessica Jones book, and she's teaming up with different versions of herself, multiverse variants. If I you love will. that. And um, it's written by Gail Simone, who I love. She hasn't done a comic in a really long time. And Phil Noto is doing the art, so you know it's going to look good. You already um, know, though. But I also have another pick. It is Ooh. a Bedrock City exclusive pink variant of Dolly Parton. Uh, it's a tidal wave book. We did it for Selena. We did a did a Dolly Parton one. This one's limited to like two hundred copies or something very wow. very exclusive you know very all the stores all the stores have it including the webster store that's right um come get yeah, it. it comes out comes out today it's the, the the regular cover let me tell you it's blue it's no good you know no, it's pink. not it's not dolly it's pink you want that's the not dolly one? yeah yeah that yeah it and is, the logo is cool. different too the like the title treatment is different okay like if you look at the regular one it's like so we have a, a truly exclusive cover Truly exclusive, colored by me. Wow! With the title treatment made by me so, as well. So, do you do you get credit? On I, that? I should get a credit if we send it as, into CGC. I should get a credit for it. That's all I'm saying. So, get your very own. Did you design the Selena one too? Uh, that one I, I I did the colors and I sent it to them, and then the artist uh okay. edited the colors like in there what they wanted. But this one, they were like, "Here, just have it," and they gave me the PSD and I did the colors myself. So there you go, Dylan's first cover. Come buy it. <laughs> sure. Will you sign it, Dylan? Yeah. Nice. Except okay. for I do all the... I mean, I do the layout for like Fight Girls, Bloodshot, all of our little, our little oh, yeah, exclusives, yeah, yeah. you know? This is like my 10th comic, Michael, okay? Oh, I'm, so, I'm sorry. How dare you? I'm so <laughs> sorry. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to step on your toes there. Um, but come in and my get this dolly book and get it. Excuse me. Uh, do, what's, where's your comic <laughs> vine? Um Come in and get it signed by Dylan. But anyway, let's talk about the news real quick. Um, I don't have too much here. Um, AEW Forbidden Door was this past Sunday. The Doctor Who event finally happened. Ooh, did um, Matt Smith show up? Uh, Matt Smith did not show up, unfortunately. Um, if you don't know what we're talking about, uh, the go look at the graphics for Forbidden Door. Uh, it does look a lot like old Doctor Who graphics. It's pretty funny. Um, but this was a really big deal. This was AEW running their first ever show with New Japan Pro Wrestling. Is it? Awesome, awesome show. Pay-per-view. Um, they had New Japan's commentator on, uh, Kevin Kelly. They also had New Japan's ring announcer. So they had English announcing and Japanese announcing. Very cool. Um, super cool. Uh, the best match of the night was definitely Will Ospreay and uh, Orange Cassidy. That was absolutely killer. Um, 
But we do have to talk about um, the semi-main event, the four-way title match where uh, it's it's there, there were there was a big kerfuffle, Dylan. Kerfuffle, Uh-oh. a kerfuffle. So um, Adam Cole, um, one of the con- participants in this match, this is a four-way match for the New Japan World Title. Um, Adam Cole is an AEW wrestler. Uh, he sustained a concussion in the match. We didn't know this at the time. Um, and then they had a, it looked like a botched finish. A botch would be like where they make a mistake and they have to sort of correct it. But the match just sort of ended out of nowhere. Um, because what we found out, of course, later is that Adam Cole was hurt and had a severe concussion and they had to stop the match. But in wrestling, you don't just say, okay, we're done. You just end it to keep the storyline going. And then, you know, you call it off, right? Uh, like huh. all the doctors came down and helped him out, whatever. Um, so, but I, I assume that the pre- the preface to this story, Dylan, didn't cross your Twitter sphere at all. But no. like for the past two weeks, Adam Cole has been like the um, the brunt of a lot of cyberbullying and body shaming uh, because he's too small, quote unquote. Because there was there was a wrestler uh, named Booker T uh, who on his podcast. Uh, made some derogatory comments about Adam Cole. That he's too small. Uh, he doesn't look like a wrestler, uh, et cetera, et cetera. And it's going to make him more injury prone. And, you know, he doesn't have enough muscle to, you know, whatever, all sorts of negative things, um, which I mean, I sure he doesn't look like Booker T, you know, but I mean, and he is a smaller guy, but like, there's always been small wrestlers. Like I'll send you a picture of Dylan. Like, I don't think he's like, I looked him up. I saw oh, you did. Okay. Yeah. He's not like a twink. Right. He's not right. Exactly. Like go look up, go look up jungle boy, like wrestler like that. That's a, that is a small man with zero muscle. Like jungle boy is the thinnest person on that roster. Um, and yeah. you know, like that man is, it tur- you know, turn sideways. He's invisible, you know, but again, like Adam Cole, it was the subject to all of this bullying and body shaming online. Um, and he actually went into this match with an existing a hip injury, uh, a labrum tear, um, but was still going in to put on the show and then unfortunately received a concussion. It was really too bad because he, he you feel really bad for him because he takes this, he goes to take this guy's finishing move and he ducks it, but he doesn't really duck it. He collapsed because he had a concussion. And so, yeah, it's bad. So, like, the the guy's finishing move is like this clothesline thing. And it looks like he's selling the move, but he didn't even get – he just clearly just hit his knees and just rolled into the corner. And then they – yeah, it's bad. And then they had to very quickly change the plan. And somebody – the guy who won the match, who was always supposed to win the match anyway, comes in, hits somebody else with his move, rolls that guy out of the ring, pins Adam Cole – Hey, I win. And then leaves, you know, doesn't celebrate, doesn't cut a, Hey, you guys suck promo after the thing just sort of leaves. Um, So everybody knew that something went down, but um, you know, we, we, we wish Adam Cole a speedy recovery. And uh, if you've been body shaming Adam Cole online, stop you're a jerk. Um, It's, you know, Mm -hmm. Dylan, I will tell you this. I I, I don't think, I can't think of another, maybe in music, maybe in a concert, this would, uh, there's a comparison here, but like that injury and that finish of the match really like sucked the energy out of the room. You know, it'd be like if you went to go see a multiple musician performance and like that third act 
that went on just sucked or something or were just bad yeah. and didn't fit mm-hmm. like this everybody that kills the crowd so the match after this the main event for the AEW world title the crowd was dead for the first 10 minutes it was it was really tough but the two performers yeah john moxley and hiroshi tanahashi are so good they got them back uh but it it was a great show great match uh speedy recovery to adam cole but um we have one piece of gaming news this is very exciting for me um dylan are you familiar with la by night i'm sure you're not yes um it's a geek i know you're not it's it's um Vampire the Masquerade Critical Role. If I say that to you, like, would you know what I mean by that? You know what Critical Role is? Yes. Okay. It's like, um, yeah. Okay. Know, that makes sense. We're a bunch yeah. of actors and improv people play D&D. Yeah. So this is that. Um, LA by Night came out in 2018 and it was for Vampire the Masquerade. And the, it ended um, last year. There were some problems. It should have ended previously, but production and uh, ownership rights and stuff. Uh, but anyway, so. New York by night got announced on Monday. And this is very exciting news to people who like Vampire the Masquerade or actual play podcasts or videos just in general, because LA by night was very well received characters uh, or the, the actors do dress up a little bit, not like fully, but they do more than they do in critical role. Um, and the storyteller, Jason Carl is fantastic. He's written for Vampire the Masquerade for 20 years. He's head of the company. He knows what he's doing. Um, so and this starts on July 1st, this weekend, or this, what Friday, uh, it's going to be on Twitch. Uh, and I'm sure it'll also be on YouTube and podcast form too. So if you're interested in that sort of thing, or you've cool. been hearing me talk about vampire, the masquerade, and you want to see what this whole thing is like, watch this because also, um, my favorite person who's ever been in, um, any actual plays is a woman named Abria Iyengar, and she is in this. And she is fantastic. Uh, so she is very good uh, at portraying characters and getting into getting into the role and having fun. That's cool. uh, they're, they're, yeah, yeah, very good. I'm very excited to watch this. Um, that's a, it's a lot of a commitment because like these shows are long, Dylan. Like like three hour shows. Um, huh. But it's already filmed, so uh, they already Maybe know I'll how many episodes it, it is. Yeah, it's it's really good. I'm glad but, you explained that because I looked at the trailer and I was like what is this man that man this show looks cheap you know right yeah it's people sitting around actors right it's people sitting around it is actors sitting around a table playing dd or vampire the masquerade or whatever they're playing but it makes sense now it's appropriately it's an appropriate trailer for what it is right if you go on tiktok they've released like little clips of the actors performing and whatever or the players you're supposed to call them not actors um but Either way, like like Deborah Ann, uh, what's her name? Wool uh, did yeah. some D and D ones uh, where she was DMing. Um, yeah. I've never watched them, but um, anyway. So quickly, we have three trailers that came out this week. Three horror trailers. Uh, I went to go see yeah. Black Phone uh, last week, which uh, I'm not going to worry about reviewing, but I really liked it. Um, if you want to go see Black Phone, go see Black Phone. Um, and two of these trailers came out before uh, Black Phone. Um, we're going to talk about those two first, and then we have a Peacock trailer to talk about. So the first one we're going to talk about is The Invitation. Um, this is a Dracula-inspired horror movie, formerly entitled The Bride, apparently. Um, and it's directed by Jessica M. Thompson, who I don't know. Um, but this, uh, quote, tells the story of a young woman who is courted and swept off her feet, only to realize a gothic conspiracy is afoot, which I think is a little... 
uh, misleading when you Wait, see what? the trailer. That's the invitation. Yeah. Okay. That, that's what they say. Did you? But you watched the trailer, right? Yeah, that wasn't the plot in the no. trailer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, there's definitely like a ritual okay. sacrifice and all sorts of. So I'm uh, sure something came before it, but this literally looks like ready or not. Yeah. Oh no, no. It's it is it is um, elevated, ready or not. Um, uh, I think elevated. No, elevated. I think on the same level. No. Well, I don't. I don't think it's supposed to be um, campy. I think they're trying to be oh, serious. Okay, that's it. what I mean. Um, um, so it's Dracula meets trailer... Ready or Not. Oh, okay, yeah. It kind of looks like us too, like throwing a little us. It does. It does. Uh, if they're going for the commentary that I think they are, but I'm not sure. You know. Um, okay. Yeah. Um, I'll give you the full plot synopsis here. After the death of her mother and having no other known relatives, Evie takes a DNA test and discovers she's 100%. Um, no. Uh, discovers a long lost cousin she never knew she had invited by her newfound family to a lavish wedding in the English countryside countryside. She's first seduced by the sexy aristocrat host, but Evie is soon thrust into a nightmare of survival as she uncovers twisted secrets in her family history and unsettling intentions behind their sinful generosity. Um, so what do you think? That of the makes sense to me. Yeah. Uh, is she the bride or is she just attending a wedding? I'm confused. She is just attending the, the wedding, other, but then is the other turning into the bride. Made it sound Okay. So she's she's I, according to the trailer, okay. it seems like there she is invited to this wedding, but she doesn't know it's her wedding. Okay. So I have to be upfront about something, Michael. Yeah. What's up? Um, I was watching the trailer and I thought this looks really good, but it began to show way too much. I thought so I like, much. I was like whole movie, and then um, when they're sitting at the table and someone's throat got slit open, I stopped watching it. I was like. I actually want to watch this movie. I'm not going to. There were like 30 seconds left in the trailer. Yeah. So I, didn't, so it, I didn't finish the last 30 seconds of the trailer. Uh, unless like there is no build to that stuff. <laughs> like and I mean, which is possible. And there's a lot more movie that we're not seeing. The trailer does seem like it shows a lot. Yeah. Um, it's, I feel like I showed the whole movie. Right. So um, be, buyer beware on that one. <laughs> but it does look good. It comes out next month. It does. Yeah. Or it comes out um, end of August. So be on the lookout for that. The other trailer that we saw uh, or that I saw in front of Black Phone was a movie called Smile. Uh, and this was a um, this was a, a wild trailer. Um, so, quote, after witnessing a bizarre traumatic incident involving a patient, Dr. Rose Cotter uh, starts experiencing frightening occurrences that she can't explain. As an overwhelming terror begins to take over her life. Rose must confront her troubling past in order to survive and escape her horrifying new reality. Um, this is the ring, uh, <laughs> but with the Joker. <laughs> I don't know. Like, truth I, or dare. Yeah. Remember um, the smiles and truth or dare. It looks like that. I forgot this. Yes. I forgot that. Um, so basically if you see this thing, you get this monster smile and then you die in seven days or something. I don't know. The trailer looked, I, I wanted to see it, but I think it looks pretty bad. I would watch it. Oh, I would absolutely watch it, but I think it's going to be bad or like, yeah, it's not going to be good, but um, I recommend going to check out the trailer. I don't think it shows too much. I think it shows all you need. I don't think you could show too much of this movie. Yeah. I might um, show the whole thing, but it's still not too much. You know what I mean? Yeah. <clears throat> the, tra- the, the, the poster is ugly too. Like the poster is hideous. It's giving shutter a little bit. No offense to shutter, it, but it does. You see the poster. The theatrical shutter. 
I just, no. I just sent it to the chat there. It's just bad. Oh. Well, um, I mean, it's on the once nose. Once you see it, it's too late. Right. Um, and then my last trailer, real quick, uh, came out today. It's for a Peacock film called They Slash Them. The slash is important because it's a uh, it's a slasher movie. It takes place at a at a LGBTQ conversion camp, um, mm-hmm. starring Kevin Bacon and nobody else I've ever heard of, unfortunately. Oh uh, no, Anna Klumsky, who used to be like a teen actress. I haven't seen her in anything in a very long time. Um. But anyway, so they they slash them um, is a slasher horror film. Set, I already said this as an LGBTQIA plus conversion camp. Um, several queer and trans uh, trans campers join Whistler um, for a week of programming intended to help them find a new sense of freedom. As the camp's methods become more and increasingly become increasingly more psychologically unsettling, unsettling the campers must work together to protect themselves. When a mysterious killer starts claiming victims things get even more dangerous and this is going to be peacock only august 5th so okay without seeing the trailer i actually think that's a it's a fun uh, or an interesting concept for a movie i agree Um, i've been looking forward to this and then i saw the trailer and then i saw it's on peacock only and that that's a bunch of red flags to me like when when your draw is kevin bacon i'm sorry like i i like kevin bacon fine but like He's not the he's not the horse you're hanging your hat on. You know what I mean? Like, um, I'm mixing my metaphors there, but and also Peacock originals have not been the mark of quality. You know, I don't know if I've seen a Peacock original. I saw Firestarter and it wasn't good. Oh, ooh, yeah. Um, but I I've been looking forward to this. Like Dylan said, like this sounds good, but and and also for a movie that calls itself i understand it's they slash them the slash is important in the title but for for a they them movie they only have one person who identifies as they them in it which is kind of yeah it's like uh which is unfortunate um i'm sure that's not like i don't know um the killer's mask looks interesting i guess that's one positive i think the killer's mask looks okay um I still might want to try this because I do like the concept a lot. I just hope the execution, I hope it's not stupid. You know, I don't know. What do you think, Dylan? Um, I think it has potential to be like fun. It is like Blum produced, you know, yes, it's Blum, uh, it is Blum produced. So, but the, it looked kind of cheap in the trailer. I thought it was a bad, a badly edited trailer. Actually. Um, I, I completely agree with you with like the slash and the screen and just like faces it, I thought it was a bad, a poor trailer, but everything else about the movie is uh, sounds cool, so I'm still gonna watch it. I agree. I'm I'm, but, I'm gonna give it a shot. It comes out September 30th, same day as Barbie. So, really? Yeah. No, Barbie's later, right? Wait, didn't something else you said comes out September 30th? So one yeah. of the movies you talked about. What was your other? I don't know. What was that the was one ages that was ago? Oh, uh, 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 Hocus Pocus, September 30th. Right. Yeah. So but, you have you have two streaming choices for that day. They the slash them. Kind of cool. I, I think the, the mask is okay. It's got the slash in it. I mean, it's a little on the nose, but you know, what do you want? The bloody, disgusting comments are a hellscape. Oh my! Well, welcome, to, welcome to horror fandom. Like I thought it was the other way around. I thought horror fandom was really uh Well, you, you well you have two camps, you know, like you do with a lot of things. You have the people that are trying to reclaim it from the hillbillies, and then you have the hillbillies. Uh, gay people love horror. 
They do. Oh, that's surprising to me. I thought it was like a progressive. Genre. I mean, they're. And you're watching people like get like chopped up for fun. Like what moral high ground <laughs> right. do you have? You know? Yeah. But Dylan, they're gay. That's different. That's gross. That's gross. Like, yeah. Saw is lovely, but yeah. gay people are gross. Yeah. I, God, obviously we're kidding. Um, yeah. If you have a problem with, <laughs> yeah. Some of the comments on this, on this thing are, are horrendous so we need to we need to do a deep dive into horror fandom one episode oh my god so welcome yeah we'll do that in october for halloween month um, okay if we can actually get one of those together this year i'm just gonna make you watch a bunch of argento movies that's gonna be the plan i already saw malignant ah <laughs> uh, good that's the old uh that's the old one good it'll one. never get old it won't it won't it's like reminding Hyde that bbs was a bad movie um anyway Let's hear about these gaming commercials. Now it's time to give you the rundown on all of the awesome upcoming tabletop events for the month of July. All exact dates and formats can be found on our Discord server. Kicking it off with Keyforge. We run two events a month at our Clear Lake location from 7pm till around 9. Keyforge is the perfect game for casual and hardcore card game players. We also love our role-playing games. Once a month at our Clear Lake store, we host an in-store one-shot RPG for players of all skill levels. Players don't need to bring anything. All play materials, dice, pencils, and character sheets will be provided. There is no entry fee. However, we do ask that you make a purchase of any size from the gaming department on the day of the event. Seats are very limited, and sign-ups are only open for about three weeks before the event. And of course, I can't forget about Paint Club. Every month we get together and paint some tabletop RPG miniatures. These events are for painters of all skill levels, including none. These events occur at Arcady and Clear Lake locations. We'll see you at the game tables. And we are back and we are going to talk about Obi-Wan uh, here in a minute. Uh, but first we're going to talk about Ms. Marvel Episode 3. Uh, spoilers for all of Obi-Wan Kenobi and spoilers for all of Ms. Marvel up to episodes one, two, and three. So you have been warned. Uh, so Ms. Marvel episode three came out uh, this past week, but here we are uh, on the, the release day of the new one, talking about the old one because of uh, how this works. So yeah, I, uh, if you have, if you haven't been catching up with our reviews, um, we've been loving it. Uh, I am still loving it. This is great. I I really love it. I have no real complaints so far. Um, how are you feeling about the series so far, Dylan? It's still on track to be maybe my favorite MCU yep. series. I'm not sure. Um, it's hard to compare them because they're all you know very different. But yeah, this is my favorite episode yet, which I've said, you know, the first three, three twice yeah. in a row now. So, um, it's a very good sign. We got like the show is kind of trickling information, but in like a fulfilling way you know like yes uh this one we got a lot of answers about um like kamala's origin and her powers and where they came from and uh apparently there she's like maybe a jinn you know or at least the the bangle has something to do with jinn and yes. we get like the formation of like the the antagonist of the show um, I mean, we kind of all saw it coming. I think from the last one, we knew Kamran was not, of course, not just you know, a homie. 
Yeah, it wasn't just a crush. So yeah. um, uh, that paid off. Um, but they didn't they didn't like treat it like a huge reveal, you know, like they know we're not stupid. You know exactly. what I mean? <laughs> so it wasn't like <gasps> Cameron. Oh my god, Cameron yeah. Cameron. Yeah. yeah. So I think they did that did that perfectly. Um I agree. But yeah, we got our first, I think like I think I don't think I'm wrong, our first action scene, pretty much. Uh, um, yeah, I think so. And it wasn't too much of a fight scene because it was just like kind of like Kamala trying not to not to die, you know. Right. It was about her versus the clandestine, which is from the comics. It's a group of um Jin question mark. Yeah, we don't really, who are out yeah. who are outcasted. What we've been told from from their world, and they're trying to get back to their own reality, and they need Kamala's uh, bangle to to do it. Um, but it turns out it's very dangerous for Kamala, so she doesn't want to do it. She doesn't know these people, you know. Right. Um, but. I don't know that we got a lot, lots of like intriguing. I thought like we family lot, stuff too. We did. We got a lot of stuff with um, um, Nakia. You know, on the uh, she won her election. She's on the on the board the board of the mosque. Um, yeah, that was that was nice to see. Um, we we got a lot more. Actually, we didn't get much Bruno in this one. We got a little, Bruno was a, a very side character in this one. Bruno was just kind of the sad puppy because Kamala was running around with Kamran. You know, right. But I, I, I love the episode, man. I think the, the the wedding scene was very good. I really enjoyed seeing the wedding scene with um. I forget her brother's name. I'm sorry. Uh, Amir. Yes. Amir. Yeah. Yes. I I thought the wedding scene was excellent. Um, the dance. You like the dance number? I, I loved it. It was great. It was really fun. Yeah, it was. I, I'm about it, man. I I I think I think it was good. I liked how it turned into a fight at the end. Of course. Um, I don't really have anything negative to say about this show. I um, my I, only I, negative thing is that we have to wait a week each episode. I know, I'm tired of it. I know. I mean, I like the weekly release. I do prefer it, but like, but when we're used to when you can watch all of Stranger Things in a night. Well, I know I mean, Stranger Things respoiled me. Now I'm like, where is it? Give it to me. I know. Um, well, well speaking of Stranger Things, we're gonna have that major boatload of content this weekend super review coming up yeah. yeah no kidding yeah so if you're if you're waiting for a shooting things review we were waiting for the whole thing to be over so it's dropping this week so we will have it for you it but just anyway, feels back like to miss marvel yeah yeah it just feels like week to week like like i don't have new creative ways to say how much i like this show you know like i don't want to repeat myself over and over again like for about sure how great iman Vellani is and it's so good like I, I know i i love i like her mom her mom is getting more depth as we go on too like she's not just like the finger wagging mom you know there's mm-hmm. some more there I, if you're not the watching show, this yet that, like what are you doing yeah you need to be the pacing is perfect i feel like because like i probably would have inaccurately predicted some of like when some things would happen in this show like I feel like a normal show would have like stretched out like Nakia's election a bit more and like some more suspense, like showing right. us the the counting them, re- and, them right. reading, yeah, all that. But like this was very refreshing. She's like, Yeah, I won, you know, like it wasn't like they stopped it as soon as it was like starting before it started overstage welcome, you know. Exactly. Same with 
same with the wedding like i i would have told you that the wedding will be of course the, the last finale. episode yeah yeah and something will go around at the wedding but it's like oh it's, it's now like we got so much more we have like half the season left you know it's like I know. the like, opposite of the thing we have with most marvel shows i'm like and i have no idea like, where we're going with this me neither it seems like they might be going to pakistan next episode maybe yes. well yeah sure 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 but like there's three more episodes and i don't know what the story will be right and i don't mean that from like a uh, uh, previous disney plus things where it's like i or or even like obi-wan i'm like what what are we doing with these last few episodes like i don't even know like i n- not in a not in a i'm stumped in a good way in a i don't even i don't see where there's any threads or i don't like what what's the point type of a thing i mean i literally mean i i i don't know and i'm loving every minute of it every episode is surprising to me um not that i have to be surprised to enjoy something but because there's plenty of predictable things that Marvel does, uh, most of them, uh, and I still enjoy them, but this is truly unique uh, in the yeah. Marvel cinematic universe. One, I think uh, there are a couple of big MCU connections this episode, which okay. we haven't gotten most of them, which was when they did the flashback with the like refugees with the with the bangle looking for the, the bangle and it started to collapse um they were like standing on the 10 rings i don't know if you noticed that but like the big pattern on the floor was like the 10 ring symbol i didn't notice that um so i don't know how that plays in if they're going to cover it again but it could be a symbol uh like a like a similar magical relic situation like the 10 rings you know um but when they found the bangle they pulled it off of like a blue arm and this is supposed to tie into the marvels so people are thinking maybe it's a Cree situation. There's no other really blue people other than Nebula, you know, in the MCU right, right now. So it would make sense, you know, um, yeah. maybe like I mean, they've been, I mean, we've been talking about secret wars and Cree for the longest time. Right. So, and it's Captain Marvel. Yeah. So do you, I'm not so, sure how, like, I don't know how people would react if they're going where I think they are, which is like, they might, be like oh the ancient like islamic mythology jinn stuff is actually like an alien situation mm. um i have no like personal ties to it so it wouldn't offend me but i'm like is you that... could see that being offensive i don't know i really it's, I, just I can, like a, I can... it's just like a question i have you know i can see that i mean i don't i again i don't know either but like um i don't know that's that's an interesting question i i don't think that that i think that might be offensive to some people so i think they probably wouldn't be doing that or uh maybe you see something like to do it well you know maybe you see something like the kree are impersonating or the kree or whoever are impersonating islamic uh deities or mythology or whatever to ingratiate themselves into culture or something along those lines maybe they're using the the existing mythology not that they are the mythology yeah Um, or they like imbued this artifact with something or right you know um but the creators behind the show and the writer you know is pakistani so i'm like i it's i think it'll be fine you know it's not going to be and, a bunch of white people going to, you know it'd be cool and i'm not sure like at what point we can say people don't need to be worried about the power change anymore and that it would erase like the mythology and the you know right the heritage connection to them but i feel like at this point we could say it's fine right like i I completely agree if anything it's more steeped in kamala's heritage because it's like about her background and not 
an inhuman situation. You know what I mean? Right. Absolutely. Which I'm fine with. I don't. We don't need to do the Terrigen. No. Terrigenesis thing. Definitely again, not. You know. No. Um. The the show has done nothing wrong. It's done. <laughs> everything right we always like found like we're defending it you know Uh, well because people are dumping on it and i don't know why or or or, even if they're not dumping on it like people aren't watching it like no one's talking about it to me you know well yeah i mean we know why it is it's always i I understand that and that's a problem like if if you if you rushed out to watch loki but didn't rush out to watch ms marvel ask yourself some questions it's good it's better than Loki. It's better than Captain Winter Soldier, Captain Falcon Winter Soldier, Captain America Winter Soldier. Sorry. Um, and what are the uh, whatever other Marvel shows that I'm forgetting? It's better than them. It, yeah. Uh, well, and I love Moon Knight. It's it's as good as Moon Knight. If you thought Moon Knight was good, this is better than that. Yeah, I think it's just a turning red situation. Right. If you were, if we were to put it nicely, you know, sure, um, where people I absolutely agree. Can't identify with characters that aren't like them because i mean it's not just us saying that it has the lowest rating on imdb of any mcu thing it's got 6.6 out of 10 and it has um of its reviews of its 100 100, reviews or so 14,000 are one star ratings so it's definitely being review bombed um I don't know. A one-star rating is rarely fair, in my opinion. Of course. Like, I very rarely give a one-star, you know? Like, it has to be utter utter garbage. garbage with zero redeeming qualities. Like, bad acting, production, writing, everything, you I'm, know? I'm curious. What have, I, what have I given a one-star to on Letterboxd, you know? Look. Yeah. Not, not, not a lot. Not a lot. So, Spir- I'd like to give people spiral. the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> yeah, Spiral was terrible, but... I like to give people the benefit of the doubt, but there's no way to explain it being the worst MCU thing, you know? Like, yeah. Bloodshot was one star, okay? Ms. Marvel yeah. is not that. I would have given Bloodshot one and a half. Two, maybe, yeah, one and a half, something like that. I wouldn't even give that one star. Maybe I, I gave it one star retroactively because it was the last film that we saw before lockdown. It's bearing the weight of COVID. Yeah, it poor, poor Bloodshot. Um, but Anyway, go watch Ms. Marvel. Let's talk about Obi-Wan Kenobi, episode six. Yeah, the finale. The finale. Um, and I feel the same as I have the entire time of watching the show. Um, Michael. I'm sorry. It's mid. Why are you such a hater? I'm not. It's Is mid. It because you can't man. identify with Obi-Wan? <laughs> That's it. That's it. No, it's because like, so I had a pretty long discussion with Matt. Uh, at my store today well-known star wars fan matt um who surprise surprise loved it and and you know i want i'm glad he liked it you know i don't want to take away anybody's fun i don't want to you know drag you for liking anything that you like that's all (laughs) fine i just i i didn't like it i if i i would not have continued to watch it if we were not reviewing it i was bored and Reva was the only interesting character in this thing to me. Yeah. And, and the Inquisitors, I guess, because like, or just like the Inquisitor uh, vibe with her. You know what I mean? Like, if sure. she wasn't, if, if the third sister wasn't there, I probably wouldn't have cared about them because they didn't really do much other than be kind of mustache twirly bad guys to 
you know, foil her plans or whatever. Um, yeah. Um, um, she's the only one, you're right, who had a uh, character development like different than the show she was when the show started, I think. Um, I guess I, Obi-Wan did have that a bit, but like we knew. Right. It was very small and we knew it was coming, you know? So it's like right. not fulfilling in my opinion. Right. And that's sort of what I was saying today is um, that I think nobody really changed much. Vader was the same. And the, while their fight was cool, I mean, yeah, it was pretty cool. Their fight was cool, but like it still ended basically the same as their fight in episode three did with Obi Wan topping Vader and, you know, like, you know, just like dominating and like, I am on top and I am the winner and I have defeated you and you, Anakin, you foolish boy, you know, whatever, whatever. And, you know, dipping like, I don't know. That's like, how all their fights end. Someone just dips I, in the middle of it. You know why? Cause I don't get it. Plot armor. Well, I'm okay. Look, but like, I understand. <laughs> yes, I understand. I understand the plot <laughs> armor, but like, that's so unbelievably stupid and unsatisfying. Well, like, there's no other option. So I mean, just kill them. What are they going to do? Just have Obi-Wan just like, you know, Vader, that's it. You're dead. Or then, then it's a what him. if. Yeah. That would, I would like that. I would like love a, that. A what if Star Wars. Um, but, but yeah, I, I don't know, man. Like I, their fight. Yes. While their fight is cool. I found myself completely not invested in it because it doesn't matter to me because the characterization of Vader was basically Anakin in episode three and Obi-Wan it, it was the same fight just with different set pieces um mm-hmm. I don't know man I'm not it into was it. like it's like the same satisfaction of like looking up the Wikipedia of some an actor or something like while you're watching it or like a, a character you're like oh they like they're born in Mississippi like that's cool right. you know like this is just connective tissue between two Star Wars products. So it's just like, absolutely. Huh, that's how we got here. You know, it's like, right. And that's like the extent of the enjoyment, I think, at least for Obi-Wan and Vader. It, well, okay. Look, especially when you're exploring the most major of major characters, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Well, you know what I did think was interesting was the Aunt Beru stuff. Like Aunt Beru was cool in this episode. Like, oh, look at her. She's taking charge. She's got some interesting stuff. Because this yeah. Aunt Beru is not a is not a well explored character. Yeah, and Owen, Owen was cool too. Yeah, oh sure, but like I liked their dynamic. We got to see, uh, oh, look at Aunt Beru bossing Owen around and like, oh, she's prepping. She's got a shotgun behind the grain or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, okay, yeah. She's like, you know, not I'd taking. I want to show about them. You know. Yes. Because like oh, I wouldn't don't... like to, but I'd rather. Right. Well, and and that's like um, what I was saying to Matt earlier today is that like I, I understand the talking point and I agree with it that moving on from the Skywalker era, but I understand also financially it doesn't make sense to do that. But I would prefer them to tell stories that are entirely parallel to crap we've already seen. I don't need Vader. I don't want Obi-Wan. I don't want Leia. I don't want Qui-Gon. I don't want, I don't want existing stuff. Give me something new that I can be invested in and worried about, you know, like is so-and-so going to make it? I really don't know if they're going to follow this legend die, you know, 
I who's gonna yeah. win this lightsaber duel? I don't know. It doesn't well, matter who wins the duel. I mean, um, I agree. Uh, I wish. I think there's a way to like maybe in a more satisfying way do this, um, which is I what agree. the other projects have been for the most part. But like this story, like I feel like could easily be more enjoyable for me if it was just like I've said like a few times how I don't understand how the empire really works at all you know right um within the Star Wars universe like I don't understand I I get it like the big parts you know like there's Vader and then you know the hierarchy but like the day-to-day like the world building is the governance for the for the for the empire right I Um, agree so I would have really loved like if it was just just Reva, Reva. Uh, I don't remember how to say it. Me neither. They never say they never say her name in the show. It's I know. I'm just reading. Yeah, I know. Um, but if it was just her, and we were aware, like from the beginning, that she's trying to get closer to Vader, and it's like about her getting closer to Vader and trying to do this thing, we would know that clearly she's not going to kill him. But like, yeah, learning about how the Empire works, like in her maneuvering within it, and like being like fully steeped in her motivation would have been way more interesting to me. Right. Like if the show was called the third sister and it focused on her primarily, and then maybe yeah. Obi-Wan is a guest star, which is exciting and interesting. Like, Oh my God, you and McGregor's back in this third sister show because yeah. the Mandalorian, while people put that show over too hard, it is still better than this. And it is better because it's not entirely reliant on crap you've seen and characters that you know and of you know know everything about like i don't know anything about dinjarin you know what i mean yeah, I, and grogu and yeah, yeah i agree right we don't i mean ahsoka shows up and people know about her but that's season two we don't know what happens to her either this is yeah. the most forward we've seen of her so right it's like, we don't know anything about yeah. any of these people so or very few of them i should say so yeah. i luke right that's it and so can i also say can we real quick i know we're running out of time um to talk about the ending so I have two problems. Um, Qui-Gon? Okay. Wh- okay, we can do that one first. Um, okay. they've, they've been teasing the Qui-Gon appearance. We were right. Of course. We told you. I thought it was super lame. Like, you got, you have this build-up, this build-up, this build-up for him to go, took you long enough, you're ready now, and that's it. Like, can, can I get, like, a little bit more screen time? Like, some more dialogue? Like, you did all this, and I feel like the payoff was not good. Now... Matt, the Star Wars fan, really liked the payoff and thought it was great to see Qui Gon, and it was it was cool to see Qui Gon, but like he didn't do anything. I don't know. That's where I'm at yeah. with the Qui Gon thing. I don't know. That was like very flat. Maybe it would have been more suspenseful if he had like seen him mid battle or something. I don't know. Uh, right. I don't know how I would fix that. What I would want from it, given what I know. Uh, I, I think I think a mentorship speech or something as 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 they walk away together, Obi-Wan gives him a motivational speech and talks about Obi-Wan things. I don't know. I think, I think you just give him more dialogue, give him something to do. You, you, you Toby McGuire, Andrew Garfield, him in that scene where they're in the science lab, like uh, in the, the Spider-Man movie, I forget which home it is far from home um, where that scene doesn't need to exist. It's just there so that you can have Toby and Andrew doing spider stuff together on screen for a longer amount of time. Like you could have added two or three more minutes of Obi-Wan and uh, and Qui-Gon inter- interacting to 
whatever. Now, anyway, I have a question for you because you know yes. way more about Star Wars lore than I do. Mm-hmm. Um, has anything ever explored like the specifics of like Jedi afterlife, like how that works? Because I'm very confused. Um, yes, about it. definitely. Um, do I know it? No. Um, like, what do they do all day? Are oh, they in heaven? Like, like force the force ghosts? I don't. Yeah, I that's don't, what I mean. I like their afterlife. Like, like they where, where do they not? This where do like they chill? Fully control how they appear and like always be watching. I don't know. Um, I I'm sure there is an answer to that. I don't. I don't have that. Um, because and and also like I don't know if the answer that exists is currently valid. With I know in the old EU that existed, um, but I I don't I don't know. Um, it and, seems weird because like it seemed. What I mean about world building is I would like to know more about like how they. Like they basically achieved like immortality, you know. Um, mm-hmm. But like they seem to fear death also. Like, like why is moving to that other plane scary? Like, well, because what... they can't affect the real world anymore. Like they're still there, but like barely. But they don't um, have their own world. They just like suffer. <laughs> I think that's what it seems like. I, I well, yeah. I mean, th- either way, that's not communicated, and that's what I was talking to Matt about. It's like uh, they would talk about. Uh, I, no, it was not actually. We were, he, uh, it was talking to Austin. I was talking to Austin about uh, the last Jedi and he was complaining about a hyperspace thing about how they break the rules of the canon of hyperspace. It's like, well, when was that explained? He goes, Oh, well in a book, it's like, okay, well then that doesn't matter. Like yeah. if it doesn't happen on the screen in a film or a TV show live action, I, I, I will, I will die on that Hill that the live action is what it counts more than animated um, in terms of canon, like of being, not able to be you know uh overwritten or you you can't be upset that someone doesn't know the book lore you know um but either way like i i don't know i thought i agree with you for a movie for a property that's all about world building they do a pretty poor job of some elements of it and i think the trap that star wars falls into is a similar trap that doctor who falls into um which is whenever they do prequel stuff or things like that, they want to make everything slot in to like, Oh, well this guy said this line in 1977. Uh-huh. So we, you know, a, a, a group of, of Bothans died to bring you this information. Right. So we make this whole movie about that. Right. Like <laughs> rogue one. Right. right. Yeah. So the, like you, you, you try to tie everything into the pre-existing property and it has to slot in perfectly. It's like, and I know, that in this fight with Obi-Wan and Vader, Vader's going to lose because when they fight in a new hope, the line is when we last, when we last fought, I was a student, uh, you know, uh, so I was a student and you were the master, but now I am the master, blah, 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 blah. So obviously Obi-Wan is going to win because of that's how Star Wars works. And they love to be self-referential and slot into everything. And speaking of being self-referential, I hated hated the 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 final dialogue with obi-wan and luke where he does the meme line yeah hello there like you took what could have been a really big moment and made it a meme like that's so people love that i think though i that's so stupid like i star wars fans went feral for that you know they did i i i laughed but not for the reasons they probably wanted me to was like oh my god are you serious like i yeah, I don't get it. Like, I thought that was really lame. Like, you you could have had an interesting moment, a heartfelt moment of Obi Wan meeting Luke 
essentially for the first time as a knowing as a as a talking boy you know what i mean um <laughs> you know what i mean it was a, a real boy uh, yeah as a real boy um you know to give him this toy or whatever and then you ruin it with a meme i don't know <sighs> yeah but i would like to end with something positive for ending yeah well yeah. no not positive um the more reva talk because I already said I really liked her arc. I liked. I thought the best scene in this uh, finale was between her and Obi Wan when she was like, "Have I become him?" And she says, "He was like, no, you chose not to." You know, like I thought it set up a solid like redemption arc if that's what they're going to go for. Yeah, but I I feel that whatever I feel like in this show they were clearly setting up Riva to be something bigger going forward. You know, or at Absolutely. least something that will be continued. But Star Wars has, uh, or Lucasfilm has notoriously listened to the loud fans online who hate uh-huh. things, you know? So I, I feel like we're going to get a little bit of a Rose Tico situation and we might not see Moses Ingram again <laughs> in, in anything. Or if we do, it might, it'll probably be dialed back, you know? Yeah, um, I agree. Because she's potentially like a major player going forward, you know? Like she could be like, a major hero in Star Wars lore, you know, like yeah. at this pivotal time in, you know, definitely in, in the canon. But um, that's just what like I kept thinking about during the show is like, oh, this is like a really good setup for her that I won't get to see paid off. You know, I could just be being too pessimistic, but no, I, uh, I completely agree with you. I mean, although although this time it seems to be different because official Star Wars social media is really coming to her aid. And defense and making and sort of taking a stance this time so they do seem they to did, be but that's free you know what i mean like sure they, they don't cost any money money that's true they don't have to do it they don't have to actually do anything about it but you know some like i don't know i'm just well, picturing I mean, like we're trying johnson's movies right yeah yeah he made the, the worst, best Star Wars movie. I feel like Deal the worst it. most unforgivable thing was with rose Tico when they're like can i come and she's like and they're like no you stay right and the rise of skywalker and that was it you know like that's like so like despicable i want to say uh-huh. you know absolutely um so i'm just like because of that i'm just picturing a bunch of like evil executives being like well data shows we tried to have a, a we tried the female in the in star wars and it didn't work so now we're gonna do maybe a a green lady you know like something <laughs> yeah, like right. that um, uh, have we tried uh, bringing Lando Calrissian back again? Yeah, you know, or, or Mace Windu. Yeah, yes, we uh, must replace her. To be successful. Like, yes. I just, I just like, I don't know. In my head, there's like, like evil Disney people. I completely agree like, with you. And I hope I, not, because Moses Ingram is great. She deserves, she deserves more. I hope that she gets the uh, treatment that, like, the pipeline of some other Star Wars people, like Kelly Marie Chan, and she goes on to do better things. Not that right. this is bad, but, like, different things that provide more opportunity. And know? Kelly Marie Tran has since been re-embraced by the fandom. By some of the fandom, like. yeah. Right, at uh, Star Wars Fan Expo, and or whatever it's called, sorry, Star Wars Celebration. Um, I don't know. I and hope if you so. love Obi-Wan, toxic people... Toxic fans, you have to give credit to 
your producer, Kathleen Kennedy, and your director of every episode, Deborah Chow, you know, I know you even don't. made this. No, you don't. It's all Ewan McGregor. He he wrote, directed, and shot it. And he, yeah, he did. He he, yeah. he did everything. Dylan, it's called the Fandom Menace. First of all, is what we yeah. have to give them a nice name. Um, not butthead Star it's Wars just, fans. I'm I'm tired of it, Michael. I'm tired. I, I'm I'm I tired want... of Star Wars, man. I'm really, and I liked I liked Star Wars for a really long time. I spent a long time identifying as a Star Wars fan. Yeah, but I hate talking about Star, Star Wars, Wars fans now. Can be great. Almost all Star Wars fans that I know are great. True. You know? True. Um, but it would be a disservice to, you know, the larger community to not admit that a a big chunk of your fandom is a problem. Awful. You know, it's like yeah, it's like when people. No, I'm not gonna go there. It's fine. Yeah. I'm not gonna talk about bronies. But uh, <laughs> it's like there there's stuff that you need to acknowledge, but. I'm hoping Disney doesn't listen to that and we get more, more Reva stuff. Long story short. I, I hope so too. I hope so too. But anyway, could she be in something uh, else? Sorry. No, why not? Just to wrap up. I'm trying to wrap my head around the time. Could yeah. she be in like Mandalorian or something? No, uh, no, not a Mandalorian. Cause Mandalorian is, um, was way is after way after. At, right. She could be an old lady in Mandalorian. I don't know. I, I'm trying to make an excuse because they're not going to give her her own show. So I'm like, what could they? They they easily could have done a third sister show or could sideline her into. I, but I mean, so at this novel. point now, it's over. Yeah, she'll get a book. But like, that's where you put like the junk you're testing. You know, like, unfortunately, like, I mean, some of these books are really good. But a lot of it is also just that High Republic is to see is a is a is a cheap pitch test to see if people like it and they can start making movies. Or TV. I'm still waiting for my uh oh what's his name? Admiral Red Crimson Crimson Chrome. What? Oh, no, uh, Cardinal from the yeah, Cardinal. We're waiting, we're waiting for my Cardinal show, okay? Hey, I liked Cardinal. What happened after that? I want a Phasma Cardinal situation show. I know. That's all I got to say about Obi-Wan. Uh, yeah, I just you know, if you liked it, I'm glad I'm happy for you. I'm glad that you enjoyed it. Um I did not. <laughs> um, I'm looking forward to Andor. I'm not. You're not, but I am. I think it's. I think it'll be. It looks a lot better. Okay. Well. And yeah. You know what? The, the trailer. The trailer did look good. He might. He might make it. <laughs> he's dead. Yeah. Well, he's not gonna die in Andor. Yeah. Um. But anyway, that's gonna do it for us this week. Thank you all so much for downloading us. Bye, everyone. This is Dylan. And I'm Michael. We'll see you next time. Thanks for sticking around for the mid-credits. We can tell you've been trained well. If you want to help us out, please go over to iTunes and leave us a five-star review. It'll really help new people find the show, and it will help us get Rotten Tomatoes verified so we can start affecting those rankings. Then, check out our socials. We're BRC Uncanny on Twitter, Uncanny Universe on Facebook and Instagram. We'll see you online.